Welcome to Core Church Online, uh, and welcome to Celebration yeah. Sunday. So fun. We are celebrating all of the great things God has done for Core Church in 2020. If you are brand new, hey, thanks for joining us. Uh, my name is Brad. This is my wife, Laura. We are the pastors. And we just want to say thank you for joining us all year long. Yeah. What an amazing time we've had in 2020. We didn't even have this online before that, nope. but God has just birthed this, and it's so cool. Also, our neighborhood gatherings. We did, we would, we've got people meeting in homes together, doing church in homes. We didn't have that pre-pandemic. You're going to meet one of those homes, and the people that are hosting it, and the, it's, it's an insanely amazing story. I can't wait for you to hear that. And we also want to say thank you for supporting Core Church during a pandemic. Wow. You gave in that Christmas offering. There's still time to get in yep. on that if you would like to. But what we love about what's been happening is you have been making the church strong during this time. Giving in that Christmas offering has gone to Nazarene Compassionate Ministry and the amazing ministry in Ethiopia and right here locally at our ABBA Compassionate Ministries. Yeah, here in just a moment, you're going to see uh, the money that you gave and how it was given to help start a church in Ethiopia. This day, today, all about celebrating 2020. I know, you're thinking, is there anything to celebrate? That's why we're taking this moment, because yeah. God is moving even in the midst of all the craziness. God has... The thing I love about Core Church, we don't stop. Nope. We keep pressing forward. We're not going to let anything stop us. We're going to be looking for opportunities to help and to serve others. So today, you're going to hear all kinds of stories of what people are doing and the difference that they're making. Here, I want you to watch this first, though. We're going to start with a highlight video from 2020. Watch this. Hey everybody, welcome to Church Online.
and I stocked 200 free masks and they were gone in like, was it 10 minutes, 15 minutes? So my daughter's incarcerated and has been for 15 years. So I now have a heart for prison ministry. They are there doing time, but they're still human. You know, it's been such a difficult time for everyone. Everyone has been affected in some way, whether they realize it or not. And just being able to go back and just rely on God and grow in that trust during this time. His mission is our mission. He's calling, he didn't just come to seek and save those who are lost, he calls us to do the same. It's something we say all the time. We are here to take the hope and the healing and the peace and the purpose of Jesus into our world. Well, hey guys, um, my name is Celeste Vasquez, if you didn't know already. Um, if you don't recognize me, I sing um, on the core worship team. It's something I love to do. I've been leading worship since I was um, a child. Um, and so when I was asked to pick a song to help, um, that just reminded me of this year, the first song that came to my head was the song, It Is Well. It's a song I've always loved prior to this year, 2020. Um, but the 2020 year seems to fit this song so well. If you don't know the song already, it's basically um, just talking about how through everything in life, God is still there. It's always going to be fine because he's greater than the struggle that we have on earth at the moment. Um, just a personal testimony this year, as I'm sure ha as it has been for everyone out there, it's been crazy in my life. Um, started out the year here in Oklahoma, uh, going to college at ORU, and then suddenly spring break turned into summer break. And that was crazy. I had so many things planned that were just suddenly out the window. I had my junior recital, which was just suddenly I had to do it on Facebook Live. And then, oh yeah, then the week after that, my uh, now fiance shows up at my doorstep and proposes to me. And then right after he proposes to me, a week later, we're doing long distance for five months because he lives in Oklahoma and I lived in Texas. Um, it was crazy that summer. As you guys know, everything shut down. And it was really frustrating to me. I didn't understand why I couldn't be with my fiance. I didn't understand why suddenly I couldn't see my friends. The friends that I was like, okay, I get extra time now with because it's um, one of my last summers in Texas before I moved to Oklahoma. Well, never got to see them because of this. So that was one frustrating thing. I was suddenly working outside in the heat in 100 degree weather with a face mask on for six hour shifts. That was tough. Um, but it also had a lot of great moments. I got to spend a lot of extra time with my family, which I'm so thankful for. Um, suddenly my brothers who I'm not used to being around were there 24 seven. They were, we were all back down from college it was a great season, really. Um, there were rough moments, but God got me through it, and it was still well through it all. Then come back to Oklahoma and moving into my dorm and planning a wedding at the same time, which is still crazy because now I'm in Oklahoma, but my wedding's in Texas. And then the entire um, year gets going, and I'm like, this is amazing. I felt so blessed to be at one of the few universities across the country that was still meeting in person. 
Um, and then I got COVID. <laughs> wasn't that fun? No, it wasn't. I was shipped off to a quarantine floor on my canvas. And that was a really hard time. I was in a dark room all alone. My family wasn't there. My fiance wasn't there. He was also in quarantine, but he was in quarantine out of his apartment. Um, that was kind of rough. And then coming out of it, I was sick for like a month after I had COVID. So it's like nobody tells you, oh, you get COVID. And you think after the 14 days, it's over. No, it's not. I still, I could barely sing. Um, so that was hard. But it gave me a lot of phone calls with, um, with people that I don't usually talk to that much. With my family, with my fiance, with my friends. It gave me a chance to get closer to God. So that was great. Um, and now, and then right after that, ORU announced, oh, hey, like next semester, we're totally changing it. And because they changed it, that meant my wedding date had to change. So I had two months to completely change my wedding. And as frustrated as I was, um, it seems like it's turning out great. I'm leaving this week to go back to Texas for a month before I come back. I'll be married. I'll be finishing my last semester at ORU. And while this year has been insane, I know that God's still been there and he's still going to be there after. I don't know what you guys are going through. I mean, you guys may have been affected by COVID way more than I have, more than I can understand. Because as frustrating this year has been to me, it could be way more frustrating to you. So I just hope that this song touches you and that it reminds you that God's there for you. And through it all, he's still going to be there. Um, there was always going to be trials. He never said life is going to be easy. But it's how we push through these moments and how we reach out to others and how we reach towards him in these moments that really matter. So as I sing this song, uh, I hope that it would just bless your heart and that um, you would take the time to pray to God and just thank him that he's still here working right now. By the sound of his voice, the seas that are shaken and stirred can be calmed and broken for my regard. And through it all, through it all, my eyes are on you. And through it all, through it all is well. Through it all, through it all, my eyes are on you, and it is well with me. Far be it from me to not believe. Even when my eyes can see And this mountain that's in front of me Will be thrown into the midst of the sea And through it all, through it all My eyes are on you And through it all, through it all It is well 
And through it all, through it all, my eyes are on you. And it is well, it is well. So let it go, bless Lord, trust in Him. The waves and wind still know His name. So let it go, bless trust in him the waves and wind still know his name it is well with my soul and it is We are continuing our celebration Sunday, and uh, I'm up here and I'm talking to Kelly Sondag, a member of our church. And you know, in 2020 would have been an easy year to coast, but not Kelly. She is an impact player. She loves to do good and to serve. And I wanted her to share just a little bit about um, her year. But she actually was had went to Guatemala the year before in 2019. Tell us about that. Guatemala really touched my heart in so many ways. Just seeing the widows, the children, the poverty over there. Um, they would show. We showed the Jesus film in their schools, and it was in their language. They have never seen a film before, and. In their own language. In their own language. Whoa. And there were hundreds and hundreds of kids that got saved because of the Jesus film. Oh, my gosh. So it was amazing time. And I'm sure because you saw that firsthand, you were thinking, I've got to take a team. Yes. I've got it. And you worked for how many months? We worked for about six months to prepare. And that was supposed to be here in June in 2020. Yes. You were going. But tell everybody what happened. Because of the pandemic, we had to cancel the trip. Um, it was it was a bummer. It was devastating. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what I love about Kelly is she didn't let that stop her. That was hard. But tell everyone exactly what you did coming out of that, that you got a hold of them and you got a hold of Send Me there in Guatemala. So we talked to Send Me, and they said that the children over there were starving, literally starving. They did not have any food to eat. And so our church was able to help feed 2,200 children. Wow, that is amazing what God did 
in the middle of a pandemic. And then here locally, what you got involved in, she came to us and she said, okay, uh, here at Core Church, there's another uh, group of, uh, it's called Go Fresh, and they actually can help us distribute food. But what's funny is we're here in South Broken Air and we're like, well, do people really need it? Do really people need it? But man, God really moved and there were so many families that were lined up. Tell them just a little bit about that. They were lined up out to our street. Um, A lot of these people would come and get food for other people that needed it. It It was just amazing to see. Well, and that one mom uh, Kelly, she was so funny. This one mom pulled through, was telling her story, and Kelly just waved her over and grabbed me and uh, tell them exactly what the lady was saying. She was wanting us to pray for her son who had just gone through a divorce and he had kids and he needed some help. And so we were able to pray with her. Yeah, there were so many desperate situations coming in our parking lot that we were also shocked, but so many great people helped. Thanks to everyone that helped and Kelly organizing that. Um, Man, we are blessed. We are blessed to be able to look at what God has done in 2020. And we just thank you for spearheading all that. And we just want to say a big thanks for everyone that helped. Well, good morning, everybody. My name is Eric, and I am one of the pastors here at Core Church. And the song that I chose uh, for today, for Celebration Sunday, is the song Waymaker. And for me, this song has really meant a lot to me over this last year. Uh, I know when we think 2020, we can think it's just been the worst year ever. Uh, But God has really done a lot of a lot of good things uh, in my life and in the life of my family and specifically with this song has ministered to me and there's one line in it that just stands out above the rest and it's in the chorus where it says waymaker miracle worker promise keeper light in the darkness my god that is who you are and i really feel like for me that this song has just been something that i've had to remind myself of just with things that that I've experienced, that my family and I have experienced this last year with uh, a crisis on top of a crisis. Um, I uh, went to my doctor, I was having chest pains and I'm like, I'm 35 years old, am I I really having, you know, a heart attack? And am I really having heart issues? And so he, he put me through all the tests that you can put somebody through to determine what the health of their heart is and everything came back fine. And, uh, and he asked me, he goes, have you ever, uh, had to, had to kind of cope with anxiety? I was like, no way. I mean, well, okay, maybe like 10 years ago, but uh, but nothing, you know, recent. He goes, okay, uh, I, I think I think you're, you're coping with anxiety and, and your body is reacting in the way that it's reacting because of that. And I, I just really didn't know what to do with that. And so he goes, well, we'll give it a couple days. And, and if things kind of go away, then they go away. But if not, then we'll take the next step. And so things didn't go away. And I took that next step with, with a different medication that he prescribed. And, and through that and through uh, exercising and just through therapy, I have uh, kind of gotten through that season. But this, the chorus of this song was really something that helped me through that because it was a promise that I had to remind myself of that God is going to make a way, that God is the miracle worker, that he's the promise keeper. And there were promises that God made to me and has made to me for my life and for my family. And so to work through that this year, I mean, 
apart from the pandemic was was a, a really big thing for me. And so as we sing this, I hope that it's a reminder to you of who God is. I, I, I pray that whatever promise that God has given to you, that this song will be a reminder to you that God is going to keep that promise. In Scripture, it says that He remembers His people. And any times that he, that he makes a promise, He keeps it. There's not one time in the entire narrative of Scripture where we see God break a promise. It just It's just not in His nature. It's just never going to happen. So I pray that this song reminds you that God is going to make a way. He's going to shine light into the darkness. He's going to keep His promises. And for those miracles that you need, He's going to make those happen. So we're going to sing Waymaker. You are here, you're moving in our midst. I worship you, I worship you. You are here, you're working in this place. I worship you, I worship you. Oh, you are here. Moving in our midst, I worship you, I worship you. You are here, working in this place. I worship you, I worship you. You are way maker, miracle worker, promise king. Light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper. Light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are here, touching every heart. I worship you. I worship you. Oh, you are here. Turning lives around. I worship you. Oh, I worship you. Oh, Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Oh, we make miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Oh, that is who you are. 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 see you working, even when I don't feel you working, you never stop, you never stop working, you never stop, you never stop working, even when I don't see you working, even when I don't feel it, you working, you never stop, you never stop working, you never stop, 
never stop working. We make a miracle work, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God. That is who you are. Oh, we make a miracle work, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God. That is who you are. Oh, that is who you are. 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 One of the most powerful things to come out of 2020 is our our, our neighborhood gathering, something we never yeah, saw we coming. we never saw coming. But, you know, we started doing uh, where we were uh, actually filming and got the idea to why can't people experience a neighborhood gathering in their home and watch services and call that a neighborhood gathering. And now... During this pandemic in 2020, people have been meeting in neighborhood gatherings. You see one of those uh, gatherings right now. This is Tony and Michelle Proctor hosting it in their home. Michelle, how long have you guys been meeting now? Well, we normally would meet on Wednesdays, but after the pandemic hit, we started gathering Sunday mornings, I believe back in May. So about seven months we've been doing this. It's incredible. That, that is, is amazing. And uh, Tony, you guys had a chance to stop and to right. come back to in-person, but you guys decided strategically that this was better for you. Talk about the power of your neighborhood gathering, why it's so important. No, definitely. Um, you know, I think for every one of us that um, has been a part of this, you know, not only do we get the chance to be together and listen to the message, but beyond that, we're able to take the time, you know, discuss it, um, but really open up with each other, you know, see what's going on in our lives or, you know, that we pray with each other. Um, it's just really taken us, I don't know, even closer as a family, really. Um, because like I said, this isn't just, you know, neighborhood friends, like I said, you know, we've, you know, formed a family and that's exactly what it is. I think that, that, Tony, that's a great way to say it. And I think that's the power of these things moving forward. It's why we've been pushing people to yes. get into neighborhood gatherings. Is having that close-knit relationship intertwined with being able to interact in a service. Just encouraging people to fight against isolation because yes. we need each other. In fact, uh, Josh and Courtney Korn are there, and you guys, uh, this neighborhood gathering has been really critically important to you. Um, Let's go back, though, to last year, Josh, and the um, diagnosis that you, you received. Walk us back through that. Well, in October of 2019, uh, we got the diagnosis that I had stage four metastatic colon cancer. It was in my liver and my brain. So um, we had the one of the brain removed and started on this uh, immunologic that worked really well at first. Um, Sadly, it come April, the tumor had returned in my brain. So in April of 2020, we had that taken out. Uh, and then after that, we switched over to a regular chemo in I think May or June. And that has been actually not expected to work at all. And it has actually worked the best. So 
Um, we thank God for that every day, don't we? And then um, we continue with that. Everything's shrinking in the body, but sadly, just a, a week and a half or so ago, I got news that I have another, so a third brain tumor uh, that we we're looking at having removed probably in January, possibly the end of this month, but most likely in January. Before you guys go, we want to pray for you, Josh and Courtney and Laura. Would you, would you pray? Let's pray for his healing and for strength. God, we just thank you for Josh Korn. And we just believe God that you have put Courtney in his life um, and that they are doing this together, number one, but they're also doing it with you. They are not alone. Um, They have their group, they have you, but God, we don't want to discount that you are the God of the universe and that you are the great physician. God, we know that Josh has worked with so many amazing physicians, but God, we, we need the great physician right now that our friend Josh needs healing. And we are praying, God, that you will um, bring him the health and the healing, that you will heal him from the top of his head to the tips of his toes, that every fiber in his body that is not supposed to be doing what it's supposed to be doing will loosen, God. We pray that things that are not supposed to happen will loosen that, uh, that grip on his body. God will come off and we pray in Jesus name that there is going to be a healing that is going to set the foundation of his body right. And he is going to walk in health in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Guys, thanks for sharing with us. We love you and uh, God bless. God bless you. Thank you. bless you and keep you make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you the lord turn his face toward you and give you shine upon you and be gracious to you the lord turn his face toward you and give you
shine upon you and be gracious to you. And Lord, turn his face toward you and give you peace. Amen. 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 favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and the children and the children and favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and the children and the children his favor be upon you
So as we move into this time of communion and prayer, I want to encourage you to get your sacraments ready. And if for some reason, if you're new or you're like, oh, I forgot to go to the store this week, that's okay. Um, you know, if you don't have uh, juice or wine available, I just encourage you to bypass that. You can use, honestly, any, any kind of bread for this. But really what this time is about is this is about us coming to the feet of Jesus. This is about us as people acknowledging I don't have it all together. This is about acknowledging I, I don't have all the answers and I'm coming to Jesus and I need him to bring those answers to me today. And so the cup, it, it represents the blood of Jesus shed for the forgiveness of sin and the bread, it represents the body of Christ. He lived and walked on this earth, died and was resurrected on the third day. So what is it today that you need to receive from Jesus? This is your moment. Do you need hope? in the midst of everything that's happening. He is your hope. Do you need healing for your soul? Maybe today is the day where you say, man, Brad, my life is a wreck. I've made some really, I'm the neighbor that everybody's trying to reach. Maybe you're like, I'm the coworker that everybody's trying to reach. I'm the guy or the lady on the ball field that just has my attitude all messed up. And there's a reason for that because I'm just so frustrated with my life. I want to encourage you today. Listen, there is mercy and there is grace for you today. God can make you new, give you a new life in him. Whatever it is you need, I want to encourage you to come and receive that now. Let's, let's pray together. Jesus, we thank you for this holy moment we have to come and remember the death and the resurrection that you did for us, the gift that you gave to us. I pray that you will give mercy and grace to those who need mercy and grace today, that you would make those of us bold, maybe for some today, maybe you today, this is yours. You're like, I'm, I'm gonna take the bread and I'm gonna take the cup today because I'm taking Jesus because I need boldness. I, I wanna have a story like that. I wanna share a story. I want somebody to come to Christ. I want, I wanna see somebody baptized. I wanna baptize somebody. God wants to use you and it begins in this moment by, by saying, I need your power. So pray for that power right now. Ask for that power right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's receive. Thanks for joining us online. Just want you to know that, man, we believe in you. I believe in you. We want to support you. We want to help you any way that we can. How can we be praying for you? How can we support you? Uh, you can contact me on my mobile number. That is legitimately my mobile number. You can call me. You can text me personally. Or you can go to corechurch.com and through the uh, Connect tab right there, you can get in contact with us. Did you make a commitment to follow Jesus? Let us know about that. There's a place on there where you can give us your prayer requests. We want to be praying for you because we recognize that this pandemic has overshadowed so many other crises that are taking place in your life. Maybe there's something that's completely unrelated to what's been happening in our world. And, and you're like, does anybody notice? Does anybody care? I want to tell you, Jesus cares and this church cares about you. We are a family. We want to join with you. We want to support you and help you in any way that we can. And if this service has been meaningful to you, would you share this when we're done today? Would you just hit the share button and share this with your community of friends? Because I believe it will bless them as well. And when we conclude today, you're going to see a couple questions come up. I just encourage you to share those questions together.
pray for one another, support one another there in your neighborhood gatherings or wherever you are. But here's the sending prayer. This is the one I pray every day. I encourage you to pray every day. Uh, so you may want to take a screenshot of this and keep it and use it every single day and watch how God uses you. Let's, let's pray it together. God, fill me with love. And give me boldness to share the hope, healing, peace, and purpose that I found in Jesus. Lead me to the hurting, the hopeless, the lonely, and the discouraged. This week, I declare that I am available and willing to be used for your glory and honor. Amen. God bless you. Thanks for joining us online. Have a blessed week.